Welcome to CEF Insights, your source for closed-end fund information and education brought to you by the Closed-End Fund Association. My name is Diane Merritt. Today we are joined by Karina Shao, Portfolio Manager with Allianz Global Investors. We're happy to have you with us today, Karina. Thank you, Diane. It's great to be here. Karina, you specialize in Taiwanese equity investments. First, thinking from a macro point of view, we have had a very volatile period in global economies and investment markets. Can you update us on how the Taiwan economy has done over the first half of 2020 and how you see a position going forward? Yes. Taiwan's economy is strongly export-oriented. Furthermore, the exports are mostly technology-related, such as integrated chips. This has put this island in an interesting position in which we are able to potentially benefit from the decoupling we are seeing between the U.S. and mainland China. Of course, we are also exposed to the downside risk to demand in both these major economies and in the global economy as a whole. However, the Taiwan tech industry is in general very robust flexible and skilled at reducing production costs during time of crisis. On the other hand, we also are home to one of the world's largest companies, Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing, which is a giant in terms of R&D and in the fabrication industry globally. This company can be said to be the backbone of Taiwan's economy, dominating the sub market with 22% of total market capitalization. Regardless of who comes out on top in this confrontation between China and the USA, if there can be any winners in the trade war, TSMC will remain a key link in the international supply chain for advanced IC due to their massive lead in technology. Beyond technology exports, Taiwan also has robust domestic consumption, running at around 53% of GDP in 2019. Although underrepresented in the listed equity space, domestic consumption has held up extremely well during the economic uh, global pandemic as Taiwan manages to minimize the impact of the first wave of COVID-19 to only roughly 450 cases and seven days. This means there was no lockdown here and GDP growth was up 1.59% year on year at the end of first quarter. Finally, the exchange rate between the new Taiwan dollar and the U.S. dollar is quite stable. Karina, you manage the Taiwan fund symbol TWN, a closed-end fund for U.S. investors. This fund is a bit unique among closed-end funds with its focus on equities in a single country. What are the characteristics of the Taiwan equity market, and what is your approach in constructing the portfolio? As I mentioned earlier, Taiwan has one mega-cap company that dominates the market. This means that foreign investors tend not to look very closely at the wider market here. With almost no no analyst coverage, especially in the English language outside of Taiwan, 
the result of this that is the whole range of very high quality investment targets remain virtually unknown to foreign investors. This, of course, is something we can take to advantage of with our local knowledge and detailed button-up stock analysis. In terms of market cap, technology accounts for around 60% of Taiwan equity market as a whole. The market, therefore, is strongly impacted by the tech product cycle, since it occupies such a key part of the supply chain for so many major players, such as Apple. This tech product cycle in turn drives shorter cycle in supply and demand across a wide array of components. We use our understanding of this long and the short-term cycle to generate alpha from the inheritance volatility in this market. Keeping up to date on new developments in the product cycle is vital. Because of the technology advance, the cycle can be very short. Once more, for an informed investor, there is a source of alpha. Other general features of the market include the high dividend yield, driven by high payout ratio at cash-generated firms, very low gearing across the corporate sector as a whole, and the fact that few companies in Taiwan use sharing buyback. On top of this, take trade at a reasonable valuation in global perspective. For example, compared to the multiple we see in the mainland China or the U.S. take space. Finally, Taiwan has an exceptional high standard of corporate government, especially considering it is placed in the emerging market bucket by many investors. In fact, the economy is as advanced as any East Asia with standards to match. To summarize, our approach attempts to combine the best of what are stock picking and an informed top-down review of the cycle, driven the local market, to construct a serial portfolio. This year, we have seen significant volatility across markets, and many of the headline risks are still unsettled. What has the impact been on valuations of equities in your market? Mm, again, since we are a market heavily weighted to tech stocks in the global supply chain, the fortune of Taiwan's market mirror loads of many global markets. We saw a very sharp sell-off earlier this year, followed by an equally rapid recovery. Radiation in March became incredibly attractive during the worst day of the sell-off. Take has led this liquidity-driven recovery globally, and so Asian here in some sectors are at or even above label we saw in January of this year. Nonetheless, Taiwan still offers some very compelling opportunities for valuation perspective. Do you see differences in Taiwanese equity valuations compared to those of U.S. equity markets? Taiwan equities typically trade at the lower multiple than their peers in the U.S.A. This is due to several factors including the size differential between the markets. 
the lack of analyst coverage and the designation of Taiwan as the EN market. There are certainly some very high quality tech stocks, which if they were listed in the USA, would be trading at a much higher multiple. As we already discussed, there are reasons to believe that Taiwan is a far more development market than its EN label suggests. Hence, we think there is a strong case to be made for U.S. investors to buy domestic Taiwan equity. Are there opportunities at these valuations going forward? The highly cyclical nature of this market generated opportunities regularly to enter and exit at the attractive valuation. Regardless of the improvement in the average market-wide multiple since March, there are always moments when good price points present themselves for us to invest in well-managed companies. Apart from the usual absence flow of the short and mid-term components and product cycles, we see excellent opportunities on a long-term thematic basis. We all know that 5G is going to create an entirely new technological era for the global economy, and Taiwan is an integral part of the story. Furthermore, the demand for cutting-edge chips will continue to grow. This is an area where Taiwan has undisputed dominance. Lastly, as the trade war seems to be evolving into a kind of whole war fight, Taiwan will likely benefit as the Western and Regional Alliance is a reliable partner. I believe any shift of demand from Chinese firms in the tech supply chain may favor Taiwan. Of course, as the directional country funds, we are exposed to the risk of heightened volatility in the global market in the current very uncertain geological and macroeconomic environment. We do seek to mitigate this. However, using a partial hedge to ensure the portfolio against growth market downside risk. When we see issues in the demand side, policies regions that are not market friendly or where valuations become very strict. Karina, passive investment strategies in various asset classes have gained a lot of traction in recent years. Allianz is an active investment manager. For a market like Taiwan, what advantages do you see for an active manager with respect to managing risk and adding to performance? As I told on earlier, we actively trade the various market cycles that assert themselves in Taiwan. In addition, we may hedge some market downside risk to protect the portfolio in more unsettled market environment. Furthermore, Taiwan is a complex market for overseas investors to analyze, in the sense that there are very distinct and substantial barriers to foreign investors to gathering, monitor, or verify market information. This means there are many opportunities which go unnoticed 
which we are specialized in identifying. Also, especially in Taiwan, passive traders tend to have a large cat bias. This is further compounded by the fact that many Asian markets are dominated by so-called national champions, such as our own TSMC or the Samsung Group in South Korea. This, in turn, makes indexes such as the MSCI hold outside investment in these company stocks. If a foreign investor wants to replicate the performance of the ETF trading the NACI Taiwan, in many cases, they may as well just buy the ADR traded on TSMC in New York. We seek to do better than that for our investors. As an investment manager, do you see benefits to managing the portfolio in a closed-end fund structure? One of the key advantages for investment managers is that being a closed-end fund does not suffer as much from fund inflow and outflow during times of investor overconfidence or panic effectively. By definition, the capital is anchored to the share in issue and the sentiment of the investment community is reflected in the discount or premium to NAB at which the share trade. This can provide more stability for an investment manager during time of market distress, allowing us to make purchases when others may be forced to exit position at or near the button of the market sell-off. U.S. investors are typically underweight in their allocations to non-U.S. investments. How do you see a financial advisor or investor best positioning and allocation to Asian markets and particularly Taiwanese equities within an investor's diversified portfolio? When selecting investment overseas, investors are naturally less certain of markets with which they may be unfamiliar. In this period, of heightened tension between mainland China and the USA. There may be even more uncertainty than usual. Nonetheless, we all know that return is the flat side of risk, and it is exactly in this circumstance that outside return becomes possible for investors. Taiwan has often been overlooked as just a part of the greater China story. As the recent course of events has shown, however, Taiwan offers distinct opportunities when compared to regional markets. With valuations stretched in U.S. markets, Taiwan is the growth story in an environment which offers rule of law, good governance, and high cash dividend yields. A U.S. investor who wants an entry point into the global tech supply chain at valuation far more attractively priced than elsewhere, would do well to consider an investment in Taiwan Inc. Karina, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Thank you. And we want to thank you for tuning into another CEF Insights podcast. For more educational content, please visit our website at www.cefa.com. 